This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses from all over the world who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. Hi, everybody, and welcome. Hello. I have with me Laura. Hi, Laura. Welcome. We have Ida. Hi, Ida. We have Deborah. Hi, Deb. Hi, Tanya. Hi. We have Delta, who's joining us. Hello. Hi, Delta. Cindy. Welcome, Cindy. My name is Tanya Friedman. I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Kinetics USA, and I will be your host today. We have guests from Sanford Health who are joining us. Our topic today is our, our client showcase, and we're going to be learning all about Sanford Health. Today, we're going to learn about where Sanford Health is. They're one of the largest healthcare systems in the country. We're going to be learning about the organization. We're going to be learning about their locations. We're going to be learning about why they decided to hire internationally educated nurses. We're going to be learning about their education programs. We're going to be learning about their career growth opportunities. So we're going to get started. So I'm going to ask the panel each to introduce themselves um, and tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Ida, let's start with you then. Do you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi there. Um, my name is Ida. Um, I've been in the U.S. for five years now. Um, I'm a nurse too. I'm one of the charge nurses or clinical care leaders in Sanford currently. I joined Sanford in 2017. Okay, so Ida's been for, with Sanford Health for a while now. Delta, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, my name is Delta. I am from Jamaica. I have been living in the U.S. for the last five years, and I have been with Sanford then. I am currently serving in a capacity as a charge nurse with Sanford for the last maybe two to three years. Um, my husband is here with me in the U.S., lives in Fargo with me, so that's really wonderful having my family with me. Fabulous. Thank you, Delta. And tell us, why did you um, want to come to the United States? So for me, I wanted to experience healthcare in a first world country. Again, I also wanted better opportunities. Of course, nursing is vast and wide in the U.S., and better financial gain, of course. Okay, absolutely. The money is also important. So mm -hmm. lots of lots of reasons for Delta to want to come yes. to the United States. And I see we've got Kadeen is watching from Jamaica. So I know she's giving a <laughs> shout out to you, Delta. <laughs> um, okay, Cindy, do you want to tell us a little bit about your background? Sure. I've worked for the enterprise for about 15 years. This year will be my 15th year. And a lot of that time I was on um, the senior care side with our Good Samaritan Society locations as a nursing home administrator. And for the last three years, I've been in the Sioux Falls, South Dakota market as um, in HR working on wonderful projects like this. And um, so, yeah, very excited about this. Well, that's a, that's a long time that you've been with the organization, Cindy. So that's always a good sign when people have been there for a long time. So we look forward to hearing your perspective. So I'm Deb Letcher, and I have the privilege to work uh, within the Human Resource Department under the uh, 
Center for Excellence of uh, Learning Development and Education uh, that supports the onboarding of new hires, new employees. And then we also support the continuing development of individuals uh, with a lot of emphasis on nursing. I've had the opportunity to teach and work at the bedside, work in community, uh, really love to be in innovative spaces and partner with uh, academics. Uh, so we create lots of, lots of fun uh, new ways of supporting our nurses over, over a period of time. Fabulous, Dave. So a wealth of experience that, that Deb brings to us today, and we look forward to learning from the panel. Okay, so let's get started. The one thing that I think could be interesting for many international nurses that are watching today is a lot of international nurses might know about New York or California or Texas, but might not know that much about the Midwest. So we're going to find out a little bit more about what it's like to live in the Midwest um, in those, those um, three states that Cindy was telling us a little bit more about. Um, but one thing that's kind of surprising that I want to just share with everybody is that the number one happiest state in the United States, there was a, a recent survey that said the number one happiest state in the United States is North Dakota and number four is South Dakota. So that was kind of an interesting statistic that I thought could be very interesting for people to hear about because they might not know that much about North Dakota, South Dakota, and Minnesota. So um, what, what is it like to live in the Midwest, Delta? <laughs> had, you, had you heard about the Midwest before you came here? Definitely not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Interesting. Tell us about your experience and what it's like. Uh, it has been really exciting. It's new and I love that. Mm -hmm. So, of course, living from Jamaica to North Dakota, that's like a complete 360 degree turn for me in regards to the weather. Uh, but outside of the, it being cold and snowing here, there are lots of fun activities that can be done. You have sleighing, you have um, hockey, ice hockey. There are lots of other um, outside activities that can be done um, while it's in the winter. And of course, we have different, we have four seasons, so that's fun. Also, one of the things I love about being in um, North Dakota too the people here are very friendly, they're warm. And that's why I have literally been living here ever since I migrated. It's hard leaving, being comfortable. And I love that. The people here are very warm and very friendly. And that's why I'm still here in Fargo, North Dakota. Well, we love to hear that. And and the Midwest is known for that. Am I right, Deb? I mean, you know, for even for an American, uh, a born American, um, you know, what, what is the Midwest known for? What would you say? The Midwest is known for uh, working hard, being loyal, uh, being, you know, well, well loved, I would say. Uh, they're trusted. Uh, they're looked, they're often called like uh, in our neighboring Minnesota. We often hear the phrase Minnesota nice. And that, that really transfers to the neighboring states where that upper Great Plains area is, is really referenced to a very nice community um, that takes good care of one another and befriends one another. Okay, fabulous. Ida, had you heard about North Dakota or South Dakota before you arrived here? 
And, and you heard about it before and what did you know about it? I'll be honest with you, I didn't. Um, I have a sister in California, and so um, when I came into the U.S., I um, I stayed with her for a couple of days. And when I heard that I got, I'm getting an assignment in North Dakota, so we have to Google it up where it is. And my sister was like, "Oh, it's gonna be cold in there, and you have to search like how many days it's gonna be cold, like how how thick the snow are, you know, all those things." And um, I said, my sister, like, but you know what? It's it's a good place. Like, watch the um the tax is low, the crime rate is low. Um, it's a good place to start and settle before going into the big um overwhelming city, you know. Absolutely. So you spoke about the the tax it's it's a, known to be a very tax-friendly state, um, or, or, or state. So I, I know I think um North Dakota is ranked fifth for tax-friendly state and South Dakota is ranked fourth for tax-friendly state. Cindy, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, from my personal experience, really, I relocated to South Dakota from Colorado is where I was born and raised. And um, the just registering a vehicle in Colorado could be just so much pricier. And so when my family relocated to this area and um, you know, bought a home and were, you know, registering our vehicles. It, it was such a relief to have a cheaper experience here in this area than um, in some of the other areas of the United States. Okay. So that can be very helpful because a lot of nurses outside of the United States don't realize how different the different states can be, for example, in terms of taxes or cost of living. And um, Deb, maybe can you talk a little bit about the cost of living? Sure. So the cost of living in our area is definitely different and less than the major cities in the United States. Uh, we we have an agricultural uh, base in a lot of our community areas. Uh, the farmers come to town and those that supply them with products come to town and seek our, our businesses. So the, the community really supports um, in the lower tax rate, but it, but supports our communities in a in a positive way um, because of of these central areas that we're talking about today, providing goods and services such as Fargo, Bismarck, and uh, Sioux Falls, uh, as well as Bemidji. Uh, so that that's a real positive for us, where we don't have to inflate dollars. Our you know when you mentioned crime being less. Um, that also decreases the resources that we need uh, to invest in our communities in, in a reactive way. So you'll find that our communities are very proactive in building health promotion kinds of opportunities. There's lots of parks and natural kinds of opportunities to experience. Uh, uh, you know, we 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 grew up in the Upper Great Plains as kind of living on living on the land, so to speak. And uh, uh, cost of living has has just been really well taken care of, I guess, in our in our community. It isn't inflated by such dramatic factors that other regions of the country are impacted by. Well, I live in in California, so having a tax friendly state with a, a reasonable cost of living is very appealing, I think, and very interesting, I think, for a lot of uh, international nurses that really don't know much about the area and about the Midwest. And I would say that even like housing, you know, to purchase a home in our areas is much more doable than if you mm -hmm. go to a coastal region. 
and consider wanting to buy just even a one bedroom, one bedroom home. It's very, very possible to buy a two or three bedroom home in a very comfortable way in the Midwest. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show. Does anybody want to share what, what, a, a, what a nurse thinking of coming to the area might be paying in terms of rent or in terms of housing? Just an idea and an estimate what, what might be expected. Okay, so I lived, when I just came here, I wanted somewhere that was very close to work, that was super comfortable coming from home. So I chose to live in one of the considered high-end apartments here in Fargo. I had two bedrooms, two bathrooms. They had gym, spa, saunas, pool, all those fancy stuff. Sounds fancy. Parking. Outside parking, and I was paying like $900. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, I can tell you coming from San Diego, I don't think you'd be able to get like a a front door for $900. (laughs) Wow, that sounds amazing. Ida, what was your experience with the housing? Well, I just bought a house. Wow, Um, congratulations. Thank you. Um, and it's basically, I'm only paying about 1500, which is a three bedroom house, three level house, three bedrooms, three bathrooms. And I have a big double deck and, uh, 18,000, 8,000 square foot of, of lawn. Wow. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we're using the lawn for when we play volleyball with, with other Filipino nurses. That's amazing. So it's it's so wonderful to hear. And I know that you are inspiring so many international nurses by sharing Delta Delta and Ida, your, your stories on the housing, because, you know, for example, like Ida buying your own home, I mean, that like really is the American dream, right? So um, really fabulous to hear. Um, one of the other things, well, um, Deb, you mentioned um, about the safety. I know that uh, Minnesota is rated the safest state um, in the United States. So it's really great to hear that there's, there's that safety aspect. But what would you say to a global nurse who is now kind of thinking of the Midwest? What are fun things to do? I know we have some pictures um, and our team shared some of those pictures. So maybe let's go back to them and, and um, you can share what those pictures are all about. Um, I think, so if somebody wants to share what, what these pictures are. So these photos, uh, the the two top photos are a summer and then a winter photo of the falls in the Sioux Falls uh, city. Uh, they're beautiful. Uh, there's a, a fun park and walkway in that area in the d- downtown section of the city. Uh, you can and, and at Christmas time you can see that you know there's lots of decorating and lights. You can see Fargo uh, in the winter. That Fargo sign is a hallmark of the city, and the, the city takes great pride uh, in, in the, the history that it represents. Uh, the next photos represent on the left 
uh, harvest time and, and the season of fall. And the right is a stadium of uh, a popular baseball uh, game that was going on in the summer. So really the photos are highlighting the seasons that we have the opportunity to experience. Uh, the top right photo with the water is Niagara Falls. So, you know, there's sites across the United States that we can drive to or fly to and, and enjoy uh, on our time off. Uh, Cindy, you might want to talk about the other photos. Sure. Um, we have some skiing. You know, the Midwest doesn't get a lot of love for changing altitudes here, but we do have some really wonderful areas where skiing and sledding and outdoor activities in the winter are wonderful. Um, you saw a puppy outside enjoying the snow in their little Santa sweater. Um, and then the upper right corner was, of course, in um, the, the western side of South Dakota, Mount Rushmore. So a, a big touristy area full of really cool restaurants and, and things to do and places to see, but of course, um, a statue that was carved in the side of a mountain. So um, some wonderful things to do and see in the area for sure. A lot of fun, a lot of fun stuff and things that people didn't maybe know existed. Um, and that one picture that I think the first one was in South Dakota, Deb, that you spoke about, I mean, that really looked like you know, I mean, just to experience those four seasons, I think would be so exciting for many international nurses to have that beautiful summer. And then that second picture of the same area looked like a winter wonderland. Um, so really fun to see that. I think we have some pictures from Ida as well. Um, Ida, do you want to talk us through these pictures? Oh, the, um, the picture on the right is when we went to Montana. Okay. In Glacier National Park. And then um decided with me is my kid and I building a snowman. So that's the thing that we do every year. So we have a snowman. Just now we have another snowman outside the house. So that's what we do every every winter time. Snowman, um snowball fight, uh ain't making angels in the snow. <laughs> so a lot of things. My kid would not uh, want to go somewhere else. I've been asking him, would you want us to settle somewhere else? And he would say, nope, I, I like my snow. So. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and I love that you've got like your traditions now. So, you know, you've got your, your traditions of building your snowman and the snow angels. And, and I love that that's now a yearly thing that your, your family can look forward to. All right, so let's talk a little bit more specifically about the organization and Sanford Health. So um, we have a, um, a graphic now about the statistics and just how big Sanford Health is. Cindy, can you talk us through this, uh, this slide? Sure. Um, as I mentioned before, Sanford Health is so nuanced and we have so many different service lines and, and we just do literally everything from first breath to final breath. And uh, so these are some of our annual statistics from 2020. And we all know that year was um, a little difficult around the world as it was kicking off this unfortunate pandemic. But, um, you know, we still had 5.2 million outpatient and clinic visits, 82,848 admissions across our um, enterprise. Uh, surgeries and procedures, again, well, well over 100,000. Um, 9,100 births. Uh, we had over, you know, almost 200,000 emergency department visits, 
And then in our uh, skilled senior locations, you know, there were, you know, 2.6 million lives that were touched by our wonderful caregivers and, and teams. Um, and that was in just the skilled census, not to mention our assisted and senior living areas, um, 772,000 and 1.1 million senior living. So uh, we do have apartments where uh, individuals that are 55 plus can live independently and well. And um, so 1.1 million and just growing all the time um, as, you know, as we continue to grow and as our populations grow, um, we're just so excited to be in every communi uh, community that we serve. Wow, that's amazing. It's really, I, th I think most international nurses don't realize how big Sanford Health is. And because the organization is so big, there's just so much to offer. Laura, what do you like about working for Sanford Health? And Great. Laura, sorry to interrupt you, but I know that you were cut off in the beginning with the um, with the, a little bit of a technical hitch. So maybe just introduce yourself as well to everybody who's watching, because I know you didn't get a chance to give a little bit of a, your background. Sure. So um, good morning. My name is Laura Stokes. I am uh, RN lead clinical educator for Stanford Health. I've been with Stanford Health for about 20 years. Um, and I can kind of tie in both questions, introduction and why I like Stanford. I have had so many opportunities with this organization. Um, I started as a certified nursing assistant when I was in high school. And since then, I've really had the opportunity to grow, have professional growth as I went back to school to be a nurse, um, an LPN, then an RN, and achieved um, certifications even since then, and really grown from that role in a rural setting to working um, in an enterprise role. Um, so that kind of describes my background and, and what I like about it. Um, I'll talk a little bit about the variety. So I started and um, still continue to work as needed in a, when, one of the rural facilities for Sanford Health. And what's unique about the rural facilities is um, the opportunities that you have to work in the different areas and then collaborate with the bigger, the larger network sites. You know, just always having that support of an entire um, health system is just wonderful. Wow. And it, I think it's very inspirational for nurses around the world to see how your career has grown and evolved with the organization in the many years that you've been with them. Ida and Delta, can you share with the global nurses around the world why you like working for Sanford Health? Okay, so I started here in 2017 on a med unit. I am still with the same unit, of course, to the sense where I do get a sense of family, togetherness, really good support. Um, so that's why I'm still with Sanford. And as Laura pointed out, there are opportunities for growth. We do have autonomy as nurses here, and um, you have really good support on a daily basis um, with Sanford. Okay. So, and I love the fact that you are still with the same unit. Yes. <laughs> They're like family. Definitely. <laughs> and and if you think of how many hours you spend at work when you're enjoying yourself with nice people around you, um, that makes it very enjoyable to go to work. Ida, what about you? Well, um, I started working in the same unit that Delta was, um, uh, medical surgical, and then I moved to the new um, Sanford building. And um, when they opened up what we call as the innovation unit, so this unit caters to, um, by the name itself, it says innovation. So we we do a lot of projects, and I like to 
to do change. I mean, it's, change is not something that everyone really like look up to or, or go forward with, but it's something that I like, especially when it comes to patient care, you know, try stuff. And if it works, then it's good. If it doesn't, then what's the point of having it? And so um, we do projects like uh, we did uh, when we open up the unit, we have what we call the huddle board project. So I was part of the projects and now we're working on um, care rounding, um, electronic care rounding. So getting the technologies that you want and trying out new technologies, that's a lot of fun stuff. Wow. And plus the teamwork and the culture of the unit is what I love most. Okay. So again, the culture coming through, which both Delta and Ida Different experiences, interesting enough. So it's great that Sanford can offer that. Delta was happy to stay in her unit and loved it and, and wanted to be there. Ida looking for something different and looking for some innovation and change. And the organization can cater for both. And Ida, tell us a little bit more about those two projects. Well, um, the first one was the huddle board. So um, we started off, we trialed that project. And it's more about um, starting the starting your shift with a huddle. Like we look into what our senses look like and how many surgicals we're getting, how many admissions and discharges. So it's more of an overview of what your shift would look like. And we will look into patients who have um, were high risk for falls and who needs to be on bed alarm or patients who needs to be repositioned. So it's not just your patient, on your own, but it's rather more of a of a teamwork. Like uh, this patience is all about for this whole team, including your charge nurses, the bedside nurses, your um, nursing aides, and working on like, okay, this patient has a Foley, and what do we need to do about it? Do we have uh, Foley cares? Uh, our nursing aide knows, okay, it's a Foley care, then um, we can delegate those to our nursing aides. And we talk about like, what are the things that looking back and um, looking forward, new projects, new educations. We look into what are the things that we missed, uh, missed opportunities for looking back, like um, maybe we, we forgot to put the bed alarms on. It's something that we need to remind everyone, like, hey, um, this patient's a high fall risk. We need to make sure that the bed alarm are on before you leave um, the patient room. So this huddle is, is like an overview of the whole unit itself. And it's a good way to communicate, not just within your shift, but on every shift for the next couple of days. Very interesting. So the innovation and the problem solving approach um, is continually ongoing at Sanford Health. And obviously that will filter into the rest of the organization. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Nursing in America. Part two will be available next week, so make sure you hit the follow button and come back to join us then. If you enjoyed the episode, please help us and leave a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses internationally. We offer direct hire, which means healthcare facilities will directly sponsor and hire you to work here in the USA. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. You can find the link in the show notes.